Welcome to the show. This is Conversations with Christians. My name is Jason, and I am a Christian, and we're here to talk about uh, whatever's on our minds. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Good evening, everybody. I am currently writing solo. Sorry we haven't been around uh, for the last couple of weeks. It's been pretty crazy. been a crazy uh, beginning to uh, the new year. Happy New Year, by the way. We are slowly finishing off the war room slash podcast room. War room meaning prayer, um, our podcasting, glory to God room, I guess you could call it. And, well, exercise room. We, uh, we, we got a treadmill this year so that uh, I can exercise and the rest of the family can exercise to uh, get healthier. But um, So, yeah, that's where we're at. Praise God uh, for all of that. We have paneling up. We have flooring in. It's a little bit more cozier. We need some uh, some other elements, but uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's it's a little bit uh, homier. So that's where we're at. So again, happy New Year! Welcome to 2021. Take a sip here. Uh, praise God, we are we made it. Not like 1999 when we thought the world was going to end. Um, however, <laughs> I think uh, I think we're on our way there to uh, the world coming to an end. Um, but uh, let me digress. We'll, we'll we'll delve into that maybe uh, another day. Um, but here we are in 2021, and uh, interesting um, to me how it has started out and you know i look back at my journaling over the last couple of weeks and uh, you you get a sense of you know something's going to happen i i i think reading the bible journaling um getting into the scripture studying i think you begin to realize and get a sense of what's going on around you and praise god i it's been an awesome year last year 2020 was a blessing um even with covid and all the silliness and nonsensical um nonsense that went on um as i tell everybody i i'm doing well i'm navigating the nonsense so that that's what i called it navigating the nonsense but um so here we are in 2021 now like i said journaling and reading i i started to get a sense of that goodness is going to come not to an end but it had been a while since there was any turmoil or um i don't want to call it bad stuff um just just other stuff to trip you up i suppose so reading through uh, my journal, I apologize, I keep moving away from my microphone here. 
reading through the journal and, and studying the Bible, um, I got this sense about it. And, you know, sure enough, um, it wasn't long into the new year that, you know, things came up. Things came up. And I figured I'd share with you the things that came up. But at the same time, you know, God is is still there, even in the midst of those things. Um, and, and I think that's one, one of the greatest things about being a believer is that um, even in the rough stuff, God is still right there. So Saturday, uh, Saturday the 2nd, all the glory to God. I spent all day at work um, Friday the 1st. Uh, God knows the future, and with uh, Stacy not working again, it will be nice to have this little buffer in the bank. So yeah, I got to, I got to work Friday the first. I was on call, and I had to go in. I was in there all day, eight hour day, on a holiday. Um, so that was just truly a blessing. And Stacy wasn't working, so that that worked out really well. We got a buffer for her paycheck, and that went in the bank. Um, it's just awesome. But then. <laughs> So Monday, January 4th, um, I read John 10.10. 10. Um, that was part of my devotional study. I'm not sure what you want to call what I do. Um, and I even wrote it out. It has been a tough start to the year. I have not been uh, very faithful uh, to what I had said I would do. Uh, never did a podcast last week. I ate like crap. Um, I was miserable yesterday uh, on the 3rd. Um, and in John 10:10, 10, 10, uh, the thief only comes to steal and kill and destroy. You know, so I think we forget. You know, even during the good times, that, that he's always right there, scheming, always there, waiting, waiting to just come in. Um, let's see here. Tuesday, January 5th, I wrote. Uh, yesterday was a boring day feel myself allowing the weight of the world uh, to come down on my shoulders. I keep reminding myself, God has this and has me. There's still a fear of what if, I suppose, but he has been with me for so long. He says he will never leave me nor forsake me. Um, just, and this is in my journal, folks. I, I, I don't journal. I... <sighs> Hated journaling, hated journaling. But it, it's interesting, you know, reading back even even into last week. And um, going back through it now with you folks. Um, so I wrote, um, that was the 5th, then Wednesday, Wednesday the 6th. Yesterday was an emotional morning with the Lord stirring in my heart. What stands out the most is the song, Stand in Your Love. Uh, the chorus sings, My fear doesn't stand a chance in your love. Um, it was a pretty emotional morning, um, allowing God, I think, kind of back in. I needed to get back to focusing uh, up, looking up, not left, right, down, up. Just so much nonsense going on. Um I wrote, I do not need to be afraid. I do not need to be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 6 through 9. 
And then that, that was that, just that was the reading that day, Joshua 1 6, 1, 6 through 9. Uh, so again, craziness. Um, <laughs> and then Thursday, Thursday the 7th, rough, rough start to the day. And this is where it starts to kind of get. So you, you see the progression here. Um, and now it gets crappy. I wrote crappy, crappy day yesterday. Uh, so that would have been the 6th. A crappy day on the 6th. <laughs> One of my coworkers um, decided that he would help himself to a bag of M&Ms in my work vehicle that I had earmarked for somebody else, not myself, because I'm sort of dieting. I'm not doing the sugar and the candy, and I had this bag of M&Ms, a big, big bag. It was a shareable size M&M bag earmarked for a friend, and uh, my, my coworker decided that they should be his. And, you know, we were busting chops earlier that morning, but you know what happens when you bust chops? Usually goes overboard, and I think, I feel he went overboard with this. He took my M&Ms and ate half the bag after sharing it with his partner. <laughs> so that was my morning, and then the afternoon, um, I had it out with another coworker uh, who was unhappy with me as well. So... Just funny how all of that stuff worked that day. Just and in this coworker and I, we got into a screaming match with each other. I did not handle it very well at all. Very disappointed with myself. Um, but but it happened. Um, hopefully, you know this person and I will work it out. But again, you see the progression here. Uh, and then Friday the eighth. Um, I wrote, it's so fascinating to me as you read the Bible and prepare your heart and mind that it is hard not to see adversity on the horizon. Uh, I suppose it shouldn't surprise me as the devil is constantly scheming against me. Um, yesterday was not was another not-so-great day. All in all, it was fine, but uh, the, uh, the 7th, Thursday the 7th, I... I had to go to the principal's office. I had to go to the big boss's office and discuss the what happened with the other employee, the screaming match and whatnot, and, and so on and so forth. So that that wasn't a fun day. I had, I did nothing wrong. You know, I shouldn't have screamed at the employee, my colleague. I shouldn't have screamed at him. Um, but other than that, I had done nothing wrong. So unfortunately, um, I didn't uh, I didn't journal. Saturday or Sunday, after uh, journaling on Friday. Um, but then uh, then we had church on Sunday. and uh, church, church, I got to tell you. <laughs> I got to tell you, if you would have told me, and, and maybe I'll get into some testimony at some point, if you would have told me, um, I should say God, if God would have told me a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, I want you to go to a church that's 45 minutes away in, in Newark. And by the way, this church is really small and it's really, really young. I would have said you're out of your mind. Not happening. I mean, Crikey Sakes, there's a church right across the street from me that I only went to once. Why would I drive 45 minutes to another church? Now, a little backstory on this church. I met the pastor 
at Praise in the Park over the summer. Brief, briefly, excuse me, briefly met him. And I, when I mean briefly, we talked for five minutes. I watched him perform, you know, sing, preach a little bit. Excuse me. And um, he, had, he had something about him I liked. Um, started to learn a little bit more about his church in Newark. I still don't have the full story on it, and maybe I'll have him on sometime soon. Um, but hang on one second. I need to text the wife. Um, so anyways, um, the things that were going on with our current church with their mandates and, and we just, we didn't believe in what was going on and the online stuff just isn't working for us. It just, it, it never has, it never will. I don't agree with it. Um, Jesus tells us to gather and I think we need to gather no matter what. Um, so I digress. So we decided that we were going to go to Newark and we were going to check out this church 45 minutes away with no expectation. Um, it, we just were kind of being led. Um, so the first time we went, it was absolutely amazing. And I, and I think I may have even said that in one of my other podcasts. So anyways, there's a little bit of backstory. We went to a church 45 minutes away and we've been going uh, for the last uh, probably month or two. And it's it's been absolutely amazing. Well, not even a, <clears throat> excuse me, not even a month. Gosh, it was only uh, late December before Christmas we started going. Um, absolutely phenomenal. The way the Holy Spirit moves in this church, I have to tell you, I have never felt um, the Holy Spirit move like that with all of these people here. It is absolutely heartwarming. Um, inspirational, um, and, and just the glory that it shines through in this tiny little church. And when I mean tiny, I, I mean, I sat in the back row the first time and I, I could have been in the front row. That's how close we were to uh, the pulpit. So it, it's a tiny church. Um, Grace, Grace Community East, um, beautiful, beautiful little tiny little church. It's doing big things. We're, we're tearing down walls. They're already expanding. It's unbelievable the way God is moving in this church. Anywho, that church uh, service on Sunday the 10th was absolutely amazing, rejuvenating for me. Um, and I wrote it was a blessing to get back at church yesterday. Uh, this is my notes from the 9th, or I'm sorry, from the 11th. Uh, another great worship and sermon Saturday uh, was Stacy's and my dating anniversary. That's right, we went. we had our dating anniversary on January uh, 9th. And Stacy and I went to Lowe's. <laughs> Can't go to dinner. I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to deal with all the nonsense. Um, I refused to do the nonsense. We didn't go to dinner. We went to Lowe's, and I don't deal with nonsense at Lowe's, which was amazing. Uh, so we got some paneling. We did uh, the war room upgrades, which was a blessing. And, and you know, here I am doing the uh, podcast with you. So we did that. Um uh, we had a nice conversation, uh, sort of. Oh, and I went to Logan's. I got to go to Logan's on uh, Saturday for a little while. That was interesting. Not interesting. I, I, it was nice. We, I, the first time I've been to Logan's house, um, second time since he moved in. So that was very nice to sit there and have an adult conversation with him in his own home. It was very great. Um, 
on the 12th, I wrote, I still feel uneasy at work. Uh, like I need to prepare for something. And uh, Wednesday, some things happened Wednesday where, where God actually moved um, in my favor at work. Um, just having patience. The patience to allow God to do what he needs to do is so important. It's just so, so important. You know, I didn't pray again. I, I got to stop. Let, let me pray quick. I don't know why. I, I got to have, I got to start doing an outline. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to talk to fellow Christians, non-Christians. Lord, I, I don't know what this venue looks like for you, Father. This is, this is all for you, Lord. I don't know who needs to hear it. I don't know what's going on. I'm just merely, Lord, giving glory to you in my life, Lord, and, and pointing out my God moments that I have. Father, I just ask that you continue to bless uh, conversations with Christians, bless those that listen to it um, and take something out of it, Lord. And uh, we just ask and continue to pray for our country, the world, Lord, um, as we look to your second coming, Lord. We are excited and eager, um, and we can't wait to finally be with you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. I, I apologize for that. I should have done that in the beginning, and I didn't. Um, so there's that. And then I start reading uh, Nehemiah. And, you know, he goes out, and a, a true leader, and starts rebuilding the wall in Jerusalem. And prayer, his pray, he's a prayer warrior, too. Amazing. Um, so... These are my God moments. I did a lot of praying um, over the last few weeks. Um, not praying to help fix my situations or or anything like that. Just to you know, allow me to just focus on you, God. I don't. I just want God to be a part of my life, and that and that's what I prayed for. And and I and I think my problem was lately. Is I, I've been getting away from the news, and I don't watch the news. I don't. I don't. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch Fox. I watch excerpts here and there. Uh, Jesse Waters, I think that's his name. Um, a couple of other guys on Fox News. You know, I pick up you know five minute things here and there. Um, but I don't sit and watch the news. But what I'm watching. Is too much, <laughs> and I and I and I know there's some people out there that are watching it 24/7, and if you're watching that 24/7, you're really not focused on God because I haven't been focused on God. And bear with me one second here. Sorry about that little brief. Well, it wasn't brief. You didn't know. I paused the podcast for probably about an hour. The wife came down and uh, did her workout, and uh, now I am joined by the lovely Miss Hannah. I thought you were going to say the love of your life. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean... One of the loves. Yes, one of the loves of my life. I have many. I have five children. I don't have many other loves other than my five children. So it was interesting that... Uh, in, 
we have talked about my journaling and I actually <clears throat> Hannah and I were talking because we we were discussing before she came online here about uh, the sermon last week which was um Pastor Doug's sermon on crosswalk is what he he named it and and rightfully so I think um we discussed Joshua and I don't think that was last week. That was last week, yes. It was it was January tenth. You sure? I wrote it down on my Bible, yes. I yeah. swear. No, January tenth, right here. Pastor Doug Smith. Huh. January tenth, twenty twenty one, crosswalk. That's really weird because I feel like last week was not it. It wasn't. I wrote it down January tenth. So so January tenth, and then I journaled actually Wednesday, January sixth. Um, that I had read Joshua 1, 6 through 9, which I think Doug even touched on. And Joshua 1, 6 through 9 um, is... Dun, dun, dun. I hate it when I mark in there because I, sometimes I cover up the number. 6. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. 7. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. I was only supposed to read till 7, wasn't I? All right. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Actually, I think I know. I wrote 1, 6 through 9. So that's what I journaled, 1, 6 through 9. And then Pastor Doug actually touched on it on the 10th with his sermon, Crosswalk, which I'm awful. I can't recap what his sermon was entirely about. Um, but it was crossing. Not to jaywalk. Yes. Because jaywalking was leading you in the wrong direction. You're supposed to walk with God, and God gives you the crosswalk whenever you're going through something. He always gives you that way out, and it's always the safe crosswalk. That's impressive Roughly. that you... It hit me. It was a really... he. I was... Um, every time we get in the car after youth group, when Pastor Wendy preaches... Um, she always does like a, okay, give me feedback. And one thing that she does really often is she'll create like this, I guess you could call it theme story type. And it's not just like, oh, here's a fun name to give you. And here's what we're reading from. And here's the story. And let's pray out. Like she'll go from um, her own personal story, which I really like, to... Um, making a theme go with um, the, the, the reading, the passage, just like Pastor Doug did with Crosswalk. So it's like um, when people do that and add some key element, it just like always sticks in my head, just like, right. just like Jeremy doing the Twix bar. Well, I know his entire sermon just because there's Twix in it. Right. Well, that's, that's the whole point of kind of preaching that's kind of what Jesus did with the parables right I mean you remember the parable 
So you kind of get the whole gist of the story. So to get back into, he and I was discussing earlier in the podcast how I have felt for a few weeks now that there was going to be some turmoil or, I don't know, just things not going exactly peachy keen as they had for such a while. And I think that part of that was is not recognizing um, that I'm not focusing on God enough and watching the news and Instagram and all that nonsense. <clears throat> and it was interesting. Um, and, and also, I, I, let me get back to my journaling here. You know, so over the last couple of weeks, we have had issues at work. And, and actually, Stacy had a bit of a scare last week. She Her blood pressure was kind of going through the roof. So she did some MRI and echo stuff. So we, we're still waiting on that. But her blood pressure is currently down. So there's been something, right? And, and, and I don't like to go through life waiting for the next thing to happen. And it's been a while since I've done that. It's It's been a couple of years probably. Um, and I'm not waiting for something else to happen because I'm refocused on God. And it's interesting because I had said that I was kind of, I don't watch the news, but I, I, I get on Instagram and I find those snippets where I'll quick scroll through um, the headlines. Um, it, there's a fine line. I, we need to, as Christians, I think, be educated. We need to know what's going on around us. I don't think we can live in a bubble. I think I, think I lived in a bubble for quite some time. Um, I didn't really care what was going on around me. I wasn't worried about it. Um, but I think now we absolutely have to understand what's going on around us. Are you done texting the pastor? No, trying to figure stuff out. Nice, yeah. So I'm sorry. That's okay. Hannah's worshiping tomorrow at church with Pastor Doug, and Pastor Doug brought this up in ten uh, o'clock at night. Hey, you want to do worship? Five songs, random keys in the final hour. Pastor kills me. Um. Oh, good. He sent me a PDF. Oh, nice. He's on the ball. So. Going through all of this, and even in, in last week, um, going through before, actually I think it might have even been during uh, Pastor Doug's sermon, I actually came across an amazing verse that kind of jumped out at me, and it's in Galatians, and it's it was Galatians 6. And, and, and I'm going to take this a little bit out of context here. I know this isn't the context of of what um, Paul was writing about, but this is this is how it resonated with me. Um, so let me let me read let me read Galatians, and maybe this resonates with with you in news and things that are going on around us, uh, because I think I think a lot of times we get sucked in to the narrative and the fake news and the lies um, and everything else that's, that's going on if we're not focused on God. So here's, here's Galatians 1, um, probably going to be, I think, just uh, maybe 6, 7. We'll see how far I go. Might even be all the way to 10. Galatians 6, Galatians 1, 6. I am astonished. 
that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should preach a gospel other than the one we preached to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. And I think that's where I've been at for the last few weeks. Um, I think we get there not focusing on God. Hannah's pretending to focus on God as she flips through her Bible. I'm not sure exactly what she's doing. Where is Galatians? Um, it's towards the end. It's after. It's actually right after uh, Corinthians. First, That's maybe Second Corinthians. That's where I was. It's the next one after Second Corinthians. Oh, there it is. What was it? It was Galatians one six mm-hmm. through ten is what we just read. Those look like Ronas. Okay. <laughs> Hannah's pointing out some interesting detail in her new Bible that she got for Christmas. Which I also got a new Bible recently. Yes, you did. I'm super excited over my new Bible. It actually just came this morning. I got the Life Application Study Bible from Zondervan. It's very big. It's huge. It's huge. It's 3,000 pages. Leather. I might not be leather. That's bonded leather. I'm not sure what the difference is. It's like compacted. Bonded leather. I have 1,456. Well, you'll grow into it, I guess. Grow into what? Your new Bible. That's only got 1,000 pages. When you get to be a bigger adult, you'll you'll get into the 3,000 pager. I school you every single day of my life, good sir. (laughs) You know what we need to do? Was that pray? <laughs> no, I actually did that. In, oh, that's in the, good. It, yeah, in the middle of in the middle of uh, the podcast. So. Oh, hey guys, I forgot to do something. I, I forgot to pray. I forgot to let God into the room. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> uh, yes, that's pretty much. You know what, what I was, was thinking. What were you thinking? It goes along with like letting God in the room, like praying, like not that He can't come in, but like, like Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come mm-hmm. flood this place, this atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot like that. It was like I was writing something. And I was like, God, give me peace with what's going on in the world today. Like, I hate that sentence, but just keeping it real right now. And I was like, well, God can't even really give you peace until you let the war inside your heart and in your mind at ease and surrender it to him. Because you can't ask for something and expect something in return if you can't give give it up. Correct. So, like, oh, just rip my Bible. You can't ask for peace if you're still gonna keep the stuff that's making battles in your heart and mind unpeaceful. If you're not gonna give it up. Correct. 
And that goes for a lot of things. Oh, I just read something about that, too. Did you really? I did. Does? Uh, I don't remember where it was. Remember? Might have been Nehemiah. Bear with me one second. It might have been Nehemiah. I can't believe I ripped my Bible. Well, short of having silence anymore, I... I I don't recall what I was reading or where it was. Well, that's no good. Not really, no. Eventually, we'll we'll be on the ball with this kind of stuff. So. Yeah, so that that's where I'm at. That's where I was at this week. A few God moments. Um, I took Wednesday, I took Thursday, Friday off uh, so I could be home with the kids while Stacy did her her stuff at the hospital. Um, and Wednesday actually was the God moment, um, and I, I might have touched on this earlier in the podcast. Where I actually I did I did touch on it earlier in the podcast where God stepped in and I just needed to be patient and wait on it. And, and sometimes waiting on it is is it's silent, um, and you need to be prayerful, but. God's not speaking, you know. It's it's just quiet and peaceful, and it is what it is uh, in those moments. So I need to be remindful of that. Did you have any God moments this week or last week or since Christmas? Because we uh, haven't done this since Christmas. Yeah, I know. It was like three days, two days before Christmas. Um, well, a youth group, we started our next um, teaching series for three weeks, and it's... Um, all about goals. I don't know if there's something before goals or it might just be like goals. Um, but we were talking about in small group how um, trying to name some of our goals and kind of pro and conning if they are us size goals or God size goals. And I was saying how they were giving off some like examples and I was like, I don't, when I think of God-sized goals, I think of, like, spiritual things that, like, I need to work on and grow in, and I can't really do much of that. God has to help me. And they were like, that's really interesting, because when they were thinking God-sized goals, even in the sermon, um, Wendy was saying how some of her God-sized goals were, like, I want to do this, and I feel like you're leading me to do this, but I can't do it without you. And my interpretation of God-sized goals was I need help with being able to trust you more. I can't do that alone. I need you to show me how. That's what I thought of. So that's kind of been like what I've been thinking about this week. We're reading through um, 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John as our goal for the week. But I kind of thought that was interesting because like, I've never thought of it as like God-sized or us-sized. Like, we get called to do something, it's a God size, because we might ask ourselves, like, can I really do this? And if you're saying that, then that's a God size goal, because you couldn't do it without Him. So it's kind of interesting. You can or can't do it without Him. You can't do it without Him. If you're saying, I don't think I can do this, this is scaring me, I feel uncomfortable, He's like, 
you can do this, but you need my help, so you got to let it go so I can help you. There, yes. There have been many, many, many moments, I think, over the last year um, with how we are navigating the nonsense, which I believe we are doing in a godly way, and I believe God is leading us in this way, and he has shown me time and time again that what we are doing is what he has called us to do. It's a God-sized goal. That is a God-sized goal. It is uncomfortable. It is not easy. It is very, very difficult. But God has been there every step of the way. You know, it's funny. After saying God-sized goals and us-sized goals, like the entire youth group, basically, especially small group, we were saying it like every two seconds. At the end... Before we before we prayed out, I was talking about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, God big goals and us big goals. And Tabitha, the small group leader, she's like, we only just, like, said it, like, a million times. But sure, God, or God big goals work. I said, I said, wait, what was it again? And then I prayed out, and that's what I said. It was quite funny, but that, it makes a lot of sense. That is funny. And it's kind of funny how when we talk about God, we think of discomfort too. In a sense, like God do God having us do something. It being is led. very uncomfortable. But it's a different, different uncomfortable. Yes, I would agree with that. It's not yes. like I don't like going to the do- on doctors because it makes me uncomfortable. It's like this is a weird feeling mentally and physically that I'm doing this. Correct. It's very weird. It's a weird phenomenon. And I don't think it ever gets easier. No. Unless you're like, oh, I feel really uncomfortable. And God's like, well, hey, I felt uncomfortable on the cross. So <laughs> in a sense, you should be like, okay, I guess I can walk into this place and do whatever I have to do. Right. <laughs> those those uncomfortable moments, like <laughs> like the one time I was, at the, I was at the firehouse and I had to get a water sample. And I asked the gentleman, how, how are you doing? He goes, good. How are you? And I stood there for a second and, you know, I need to respond godly, not just, it was one of those times where God was like, say it, say it, just say it. And I'm like, no, God, I don't want to say it. Don't, don't make me say it right now. Say it. I'm good. I got God in my life. How are you? Right. And it's not comfortable. And he was very taken back and uncomfortable. <laughs> but it's those moments when you listen to the uncomfortableness that is pleasing and glorifying to God. I have the moment I have those moments during worship. Oh, I'll bet. Like a lot. Like especially when I decide to extend the song and we did not practice it. Yeah, why don't you why don't you talk about that? <laughs> I don't know, you, man. You, I was out of breath. I was like, All right, God, if we're doing this, we're gonna full send okay. it. Well hold on. I was hold like, on. Whoosh. Hold on. You gotta back up. These people don't know what you're talking about. I did worship and I sang. You did worship for youth group I did at Crosswind. Worship for youth group at Crosswind Student were, Ministry. You were the lead singer for the night. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, you were the... <laughs> I was one of the five. <laughs> you were one of five singers for the night? Yeah. So you weren't even the lead. So what do you mean? How does that work? So Elijah uh, was is one of, I guess, like the leaders. He's like 22 or something like that. And um, he was leading like worship. 
because he had his guitar and the mic in the front stuff he was like all right let's do this and this and i had mentioned um possibly leading a song i said keep it in mind i'm feeling this <laughs> and so we did i didn't end up like leading the song but we took one of the songs that we did we did um we each took a verse because there were four verses and he just sang the chorus and that kind of thing so two of the songs one of the songs i started which was this is amazing grace mm -hmm. and then we would swish and then the last song um i did one and we were we practiced as um it was build my life as doing the outro twice and we came back around man and i was like full on just like do it do what sing it what did you sing build my life it was the outro uh it was um I can't think of it offhand, but so I sang it again, and it was very mellow at the end because nobody stopped. They're like, oh, she's going to keep singing. We're going to keep playing. So I sang the outro. Nice. And then, like, I didn't stop breathing for, like, two of those. So I was, like, dying. Nice. Inside and out. But then it was one of those things where I walked off stage, and I was like, yeah, that was totally meant to happen. Nice. Yeah. I think that's what's nice about Pastor Doug sometimes when he uh, continues with worship, even though worship is done. You're like, eh, it doesn't feel right yet. Mm -hmm. That happened last week, and that was pretty wild. That's it why didn't. it's scary doing worship with him. <laughs> it's really scary. Oh, we're going to do this song. Oh, okay, I don't have any chords for that song. This sounds like a uh, God-sized moment for God, you. But a God-big goal. A God-big goal, yeah, yeah. It is very scary, though, especially so, not practicing. I'm going to walk in and just be there. Well, you did it three weeks ago. You just you yeah, got as electric, and you just electric, picked away. Though. Yeah, but that's different. I find a few keys. I go back and forth, get a little riffage. It's good. With actual chords, you can't just do that. It's got to be with the piano. Well, a little bit different. Well, I guess it'll be up to God, won't it? Can't do it on your own, can you? Mm -hmm. Oh, full circle right there. I did that to Tabitha because she's was doing, she was doing the small group by herself. And I was like, Tabitha, this is, uh, I said it just like this. This is, um, this isn't your, uh, you would rather have Betty, wouldn't you? She goes, kind of, but it's good for me. I was like, Tabitha, it's making you feel a little uncomfortable, isn't it? And she just starts smirking. She's like, in a way, yeah. And I'm like, so would you say that was maybe, uh, god size goal and she was like full circle and she went Poof. mind blown mind blown for sure what are your goals for uh this year i told everyone to survive oh survive mentally and physically mentally and physically That's it. Okay, like just seriously survive. just stay grounded like not survive as in i'm gonna die i just mean like stay where i'm at and continue to grow not go back just like what everything everything's going on we were talking about goals and i literally the first thing is just like survive that's just a, like do what i have to do to keep going that's uh that's a good god-sized goal right there because everyone else like is like well I'll read my bible more i'm like there's none of that this year it's like there's so much that's gonna happen and i'm sure some of it's gonna be good in a way and then some of it's gonna be bad because like god is not gonna be like oh let's make this whole year a horrible year but you can only do what he can do because he left us all with free will and a choice. So. You know what's interesting is that um, you pointed out 
I, I don't even think it was in a podcast, but you and I were talking and you were, you didn't want to leave 2020. Do you remember what you said? Why didn't you want to leave 2020 and go into 2021? Because we've gotten comfortable, at least been able to have a routine. Yeah, you know what's going we, on. We, we, 2020, we know what was going on in 2021. 2021. It's there's, scary. There's I've been scared. There's, we don't know. There's so much we don't know about 2021. Exactly. That's why everyone made me upset when everyone started posting that, like, oh, my gosh, thank goodness everyone's still saying it. I'm so glad that we're out of 2020. I'm like, I'm not. Because by the end of that year, I was content. Like, we knew what had happened. And I was like, so this is what's going on now. And for a brief period, it was semi-mellow. It was like, this is how I've worked through this. So everyone who's like, I can't, I can't believe we're out of 2020. It's so great. I'm like, I'm not because one of my worst, uh, I guess, habits is staying comfortable. And it says in the Bible, we're not supposed to be comfortable, especially on earth, because that's not our forever home. But like, in a sense, I was comfortable with where I was at. Now 2021 comes along and it's just like, it's so, it's beyond unknown it's beyond going up for worship and not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, 2020, um, I think, um, put us uh, ahead biblically uh, 50 years probably in prophecy. That's that's what some scholars and uh, pastors are saying, is that we jumped ahead with this pandemic 50 years into the future prophetically. So and pathetically. You, and pathetically, <laughs> yes. So when you study Revelation and you study Daniel and you start connecting the dots, we're going home soon. Very soon, I think. That's exciting and scary at the same time. That wasn't too bad. I cut it out pretty good. So, so yeah, I, I, I think you're onto something there. I think um, staying grounded, and um, I think we need to be careful, like I read in um, Galatians, that for me, and I, I said I, I took it out of context, because for me it's it's the news um, that is, you know, what I was using, not so much using, um, I just attributed my, my ungroundedness to news instagram facebook which i'm not on very often but instagram um there's so much fakeness out there i you scroll through instagram and i i swear to goodness most of those videos most of the dumb stuff that's on instagram is all fake staged nothing is real there is nothing real anymore on television even listen folks even your reality shows aren't flipping real it's staged it's set up the only thing that is real is the Bible, is God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. Get yourself to church. Find a church that's a Bible-believing church, first of all. Yeah, like Pastor Pastor Locke posted, hang on. Not just a Bible-believing church, but a... Um, 
sugarcoating the gospel may fill the church, but it will not get people to Christ. Correct. So find a church that's not sugarcoating the gospel. Yeah, don't sugar. There's nothing. There's nothing not sugarcoating this. Revelation. Don't say revelations. Revelation. Don't say psalm either, because it's psalms. Right, because there's more than one. Yeah, but you say psalm. Oh, I see. Uh, here is a little thingy here, whatever you want to call it. It's not really a verse. It's like a little smidget of a verse to kind of close us out with. Oh, you're going to close us out and pray too? Uh, you Thank can you pray. for volunteering. No, I already prayed. Warning against... Uh, Where's it from? Idol... Where's it from? Idolatry? Idolatry? Idolatry. Idolatry. Yep, you were close. Uh, for, uh, 2 Corinthians 6, 14. Um, do not be yoked together with unbelievers for do what for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness what harmony is there between Christ and Belial something like that um or what does a believer have in common with the unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will live with them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Amen. Oh, wait. Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. The read. stuff we watch, the stuff we read, the stuff we hear contaminates our mind. If you continue to live in fear, uh, fear will destroy you. That that just gives the enemy an opportunity to move in. That's all he does. Death and destruction. You want to pray us out? Heavenly Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for all the words you've spoken, all the big God goals and the us big size goals Lord, i pray that you'll continue to work and move in our lives let uh help us and let us be a light to others if you send us um i know i've been praying for the past well since i started journaling in october um i've always been praying for my brother's heart in christ and i pray that you'll continue to um give me words of wisdom and if you want me to go to him, I'll go to him. I pray you'll send people that are Christ followers and um, show him what he's missing. And I pray that you'll um, really show everyone within the next uh, week with the uh, inauguration happening on the 20th that you'll show people that um, they need you because without you, they are dead and they are of sins and 
that if they choose you, that they can be wiped clean and forgiven and start a new life. So I pray that you'll you'll send us or help us be a light or just somehow lead people to you through us. And I pray that you'll help tomorrow be a good day and that we're safe and healthy and that you speak to each and every one of us during Pastor Doug's sermon because it's always amazing. And I pray that um, as he speaks it, he listens to you um, so it really can resonate with us in our hearts and that we can use it for <clears throat> um, our greater good. I pray in your name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we ask that uh, you join Hannah and Pastor Doug and the rest of the worship team tomorrow as they... Worship and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's truly been a pleasure uh, speaking with everyone tonight. I really uh, hope that you enjoyed it and that uh, you'll tune back in. We're hopeful that this podcast takes off and um, we'll have some good content. If you enjoy it, leave some comments. If you didn't enjoy it, leave some comments. You know, I'll only be able to build on this uh, from your feedback. So we appreciate that. Keep it clean, keep it nice, and keep it safe and healthy. We'll talk to you guys later. Oh.